0: Are BJP and Congress's election manifestos green enough? Are environmental concerns ever top of the agenda as far as elections in India are concerned? Well, the good news is that unlike previous elections, both leading national parties namely the Congress and the BJP have separate sections related to issues such as forest, tribal rights and clean air in their respective manifestos. A cursory glance at their manifesto show that while the national parties finally appear to allude to the green cause, the devil lies in detail. The Congress's manifesto that was released first got many thumbs up from environmentalists for a strong emphasis on combating air pollution. The Congress has recognized that air pollution is a national public health emergency and promises to strengthen the national clean air program. How it plans to take actions is not clear, given that many of the thermal power plants were cleared under the UPA regime. On the issues of the tribal access to forests, the Congress has promised to implement in letter and spirit the Forest Rights Act 2006, saying no forest dwellers will be unjustly evicted. It has also promised minimum support prices for non-timber forest produce. The BJP that released its manifesto closer to the elections decided that business as usual may be the best when it comes to green issues. And so, while it promises to make the National Clean Air Program into a mission, the targets set remain abysmally low to reduce pollution levels by 35% by 2024 in 102 cities. Experts have decried this as being too little to address the air apocalypse. The country is facing right now. It is surprising that the party is limiting clean air to only 102 cities. The fact is that the most polluted areas in the country are not the cities but the industrial and mining belts such as Shingroli, Korba, Raigarh, Talcher, Angul, and Karanpura, etc. It seems that the party has forgotten that there is not just India but also a Bharat that is facing pollution and needs to be addressed on a priority basis. One aspect of the BJP manifesto that is worrisome is its tom tomming of figures when it comes to forests, a fact disputed by many. The BJP manifesto states, we have ensured speed and activeness in issuing forest and environmental clearances for eligible projects due to which we have added around 9,000 square kilometers to forest cover of the country. We are committed to maintaining this through adoption of clean practices to make our nation a greener country. Environment lawyer Ritwik Datta is scathing in his criticism of this figure. He says there is a serious contradiction in the statement since one is unable to understand as to how granting permissions for cleaners' forest land could lead to increase in forest cover. This statement implies that the country has cleared deforested a minimum of 9,000 square kilometer of natural forest in order to do compensatory afforestation on equivalent area of non-forest land. Datta continues, This means that the country has lost 9 lakh hectares in the last five years which is equal to an area covered by more than 6 lakhs cricket fields of the size of Aden Garden Stadium. The PJP should disclose how many parks and sanctuaries opened up for destructive projects. Just to give an example, the 105 square kilometer of Panna Tiger Reserve has been allowed to be destroyed for the River Kinking project and an entire turtle sanctuary in Uttar Pradesh was denotified. Santosh Hari fellow with the center for policy research find it surprising that the pradhan mantri ujwala yojana that was championed by the bjp has no mention in the party's manifesto household use of solid fuels like firewood is the single largest source of average ambient pm2.5 exposure across india in addition to severe health impacts of the household themselves the ujala scheme could thus have been an effective tool for combating air pollution while empowering rural women. Comparing both the manifestos on air pollution, Santosh argues, the BJP manifesto is disappointingly lukewarm about air pollution. It promises to convert a flawed status COWIST into a mission and focuses on 102 polluted cities. But the NCAP has many limitations such as, as an absence of specifics on the targets and and consequences of missing targets and the city focus instead of airshed level approaches and the absence of reforms to the fixed ineffectiveness of the regulators. I am not sure how it will do better as a mission. But even the Congress manifesto has some problems. The idea of a new environment protection authority should be treated with caution. I think it addresses a legitimate gap in capacity but it's not obvious that a new agency will solve it, he adds. Harish is of the opinion that given the increased level of engagement on air pollution from the civil society and the media in the last 5 years, political parties will also be forced to engage more. As the Congress manifesto correctly puts it, it's a national public health emergency. We need our elected government to empower the regulatory agencies, make difficult choices and create a space for political resolution. Ramapati Kumar, who is the CEO of the Center for Energy, Environment and Development based in Lucknow, acknowledged that. It is heartening to note that both national parties acknowledge that air pollution is a major threat to humanity. As a result, both Congress and BJP have included it in their manifesto in their own way. Kumar also praised that BJP's manifesto for its focus on mobility and renewable energy Brikesh Singh, who leads the Clean Air Collective and conglomerate of NGOs fighting against air pollution, observes that BJP's manifesto promises bullish investment on renewable energy to meet the target of 175 gigawatt by 2022. However, there is no mention of reducing our dependence on coal or meeting the new emission standards for thermal power plants. As the country gets ready to face an election, the right to clean air and water is clearly on everybody's mind. It now remains to be seen which party delivers it best on the green promises made in the manifestos.